here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So nine weeks from today, there will be a midterm election. It will likely go well for the Republicans. But what are they running on? What are they planning to do after getting power at the expense of Let's Go Brandon? We'll get into that with uh, one of my best friends, Congressman Chip Roy, here in a moment. And a, a, a stunning special announcement just came down from CDC. We're going to let you hear that audio in just a moment here on the Glenn Beck Program. You know, thanks to people like you, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes like Misotos Familia, who couldn't wait to join the NYPD to protect her community. She proudly wore her uniform, and then she was ambushed and shot in the head in the line of duty solely because of that uniform she was proud to wear. She is survived by three children Genesis, who was 20 at the time of the murder, became sole guardian provider for her twin siblings, Peter and Delilah, who were each 12. And thanks to your generosity, Tunnels to Towers gave her children a mortgage-free home. For some families, the foundation brings the comfort of knowing they can stay in the home where they made memories with their fallen loved ones. For other families, the foundation enables new memories to be cherished forever. Help our nation's greatest heroes and their families. Donate just $11 a month, that's it, to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. We're going to talk to Congressman Chip Roy here uh, in uh, about 10 minutes, and we'll find out what is the agenda, the vision. He has one. It's published right now at The Blaze. You can read it, uh, and we'll share some of that with you here in the, just a moment when the congressman joins us on the show. But nine weeks from today is an election. Will it mean anything? Will there be the reckoning? that Daniel Horowitz and I were just talking about. Will there be justice? Will we at least get not the Lindsey Graham variety of getting to the bottom of nothing despite nightly appearances on Sean Hannity to lie to America? No, we're going to actually get to the bottom of why they create this virus. What did they know about the true risks of these not a vaccines? We'll get into that with Chip Roy here in a moment. But if you need yet another reminder of why there must be accountability. And again, the website to go to if you want to get the opening argument of our book, Rise of the Fourth Reich, trialsandexecution.com. That's trials, plural, and execution, singular.com. Available for pre-sales right now, Rise of the Fourth Reich. If you want another example of why there must be a new Nuremberg trial, you won't even believe this brand new announcement that just came down from CDC. Do you think human trials are for... Do you like being inoculated against an already extinct variant? Were five jabs not enough? Then you need Jab 2.0. Jab harder. 
It's got electrolytes coming this fall. This heart-stopping rendition of the hit formulation is available in three flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. It's got the same spike protein for that long-lasting sensation and the virtue you love so you can show the world you care. Tested on rodents and only rodents just like you for extra super-duper safety with an extra kick of electrolytes for your pleasure. Look at this loser. He didn't get jabbed 2.0 jab harder, and now his tranny boyfriend left him for Lindsey Graham. Don't be a science-denying loser. Try Jab 2.0 Jab Harder. It's got electrolytes. Endorsed by Joe Biden. I was going to put him Coming this fall. Alright, that's obviously parody. Except it's not. There's nothing in there that actually isn't being asserted to you as true. They're bringing you Omicron boosters because they tested them on eight mice. Guys, eight mice. Eight mice. Now, perhaps it is providential that they are saying you cannot get their poisonous Omicron booster if you didn't get their previous poisonous jabs. So, you know, I prayed about it. And man, I mean, I'm just, they drive a hard bargain, Erzin. I mean, I sweated this one out. But, like they used to say on, um, on, a, on that famous reality show that no one watches anymore because there's so many of these singer shows now. That's going to be a no from me, dog. I mean, I thought about it. Really? Did all the mental math. So, wait, I've got to go back and get the old poisonous jab to get your new poisonous jab. I think I'm going to roll the dice here, Todd. I'm going to pass on this one. I know that's parody, but that's really everything in there is what they are asserting. It's just we used to laugh at this stuff. And by the way, one of the best medicines against their attempts to bait us cynically and nihilistically is to mock them. There's an old Irish proverb that says, what the devil hates the most is to be mocked, to mock, to laugh. I saw this again uh, when I went and saw the 40th anniversary of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and when, when Kirk is baiting Connie, I'm laughing. He says, I'm laughing at the superior intellect. This demonic movement takes itself very seriously. It takes itself extremely seriously. Those who succumb to it think that they're the heroes of this story. They absolutely believe they're the good guys. You need to be fixed. This is why they won't let you have a national divorce. They won't let you go. You have to be converted. You need to be fixed. There's something wrong with you, and they are the cure. What people who succumb to cults can often be moved by the most is not a learned, as much as I love to do this, a learned discourse, a reasoned, deep debate on why they believe the feces they believe. Because what tends to happen when you belong to a cult, and that's what this is, when you belong to a cult, you're beyond reason. 
You're beyond being reasoned with. You need the rhetorical, intellectual equivalent of Jimmy Cagney throwing a live grapefruit, great grapefruit into the face of a hysterical woman in a movie to get her to stop being hysterical. That's what you need. You need slapped around a little bit, metaphorically speaking, of course. And one way to do that is to reduce this to the silly pile of steaming ash it actually is, to mock it, to deride it, to scorn it. Jesus referring to Herod as that sly fox. Paul telling the, the Judaizers in Galatia, if you love circumcision so much, go ahead and cut your entire penis off and show us you really mean it and be especially holy. Paul referring to the sorcerer in Acts as a son of the devil. This sort of discourse is used throughout the scriptures. When a people are so far gone in their own BS, they're beyond being reasoned with. You just have to now call them on it. We're going to call you on it. Complete and total malarkey. Just nothing is true there. Nothing is. Your mask doesn't work. It never worked. It was never going to work. You're a tool. Put down the wrench. Oh, wait, it's you. To that end, we're going to have an event here in about nine weeks called an election. And based on all the data that I am seeing, it will go well for the Republicans. I think about an 85% chance Republicans will win the House. I'd say about 65% they'll also win the Senate. What's their agenda? What are they running on? Do you guys know? Aaron, do you know what they're running on? No idea. Uh, Todd, do you know what the Republican agenda is? Uh, pronouning a little less hard. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're running on. I mean, it could very well be that. I mean, like, you know what Carrie Lake is running on in Arizona, I right? Do. Everybody knows. Mass devastation of everybody trying to do mass devastation to us. That's all she does every single day. It's like Ron DeSantis and Dragon. I'm so in on her right now that I am about to become a fanboy. All right. So you know what people like her and DeSantis and a few others are running for? The vast majority of these Republicans that we're about to grant power all over the country nine weeks from now, what are they running for? I mean, we know what they're running on. Well, we're not Joe Biden. We're not the senile, let's go Brandon. What are they running for? What's the agenda here? What are they going to do? What's the vision? I mean, a lot of the policies that started us down this inflationary road, many of them voted for with the COVID bailouts, for example. Did they learn their lesson? Today, Vladimir Zelensky is going to do the opening bell in between switching green shirts and, 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 and fighting a, a devastating life and death war where every minute counts. He's going to ring the bell at the New York Stock Exchange and provide you some remarks. We're going to fund another $13 billion of that waste. What's the agenda here? Good friend of mine, Congressman Shiproy, has a piece up today over at The Blaze attempting to answer that exact question. It's titled, Not One Additional Penny for Federal Tyranny. Not One Additional Penny for Federal Tyranny. Hear, hear. Let's hear more about what that means when the congressman joins us in a moment. Hey, are you in the middle of trying to buy or sell a home right now? How's that going? 
Uh, given the way the housing market has gone absolutely nuts, mortgage rates have gone absolutely nuts here in the Let's Go Brandon year. I'm guessing you might be a little bit frazzled, the kind of thing that wasn't easy to begin with. If you've ever done a buying and selling of a home or doing them simultaneously as I have, it's never easy. And it's during these unprecedented times. Bing. That you absolutely need the best real estate agent on your side, guiding you every step of the way. That's where real estate agents, I trust.com comes in the name, kind of says it all. We will help you find an agent that will help you navigate the tricky waters of buying and selling a home here in the Let's Go Brandon era. They'll take you and walk you through every step of the way and finish the race, making sure you get the best deal when you go to buy and the best price when you go to sell. Check them out for yourself today. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I mentioned it just a minute ago. It is a piece up this morning over at theblaze.com, over at theblaze.com from one of my best buddies, Congressman Chip Roy from the state of Texas. It is titled, Not One Additional Penny for Federal Tyranny. And Chip joins us now here on the Glenn Beck program. It is good to see you, brother. How are you? Hope you had a great long Labor Day weekend. I did, Steve. Went and caught some uh, Texas country music. Uh, the last show of Robert Earl Keane with my family. We had a a good time with the family, but now it's back to work. It is back to work. Let's let's start with the question you heard me pose a few minutes ago. I, I, I think right now it's about 85% odds. And you know, I didn't go into this for the audience, but you know I've got a bit of a background in forecasting, polling, things of that nature. So I'm not just like, you know, pulling these numbers out of my backside. Uh, I think it's about 85% odds that you're going to be in the majority in the House next year. What size of that majority? Will it be 20 seats? Will it be 50 seats? I don't know, but I think you'll be in the majority. And I think it's about 65% odds that Republicans will capture the Senate as well. But let's just focus on your chamber for a moment, the House, okay? What are you going to do with the power that you have, Chip? What's the agenda? Are you guys having discussions about that at all? Is there any foresight at all? What are we going to do with the power that we have? Because when I see things like, the guy who runs the Freedom Caucus that you're a part of, Scott Perry, he may vote to codify so-called gay marriage into the federal code this week. And this is the same guy that's getting roped into the same cockamamie, fascistic Trump investigations that they're doing to Trump. They're roping him, taking his cell phone and everything else. Does he not understand that the same people behind what is going against him are the same people that are behind the pronouns and uh, the eradication of gender, meatball surgery on kids, redefinition of marriage. And if he votes for this, they will then turn right around and attack the church and First Amendment religious protections what, what's going on inside your caucus right now, other than just we can't wait until the Democrats continue to suck and we take advantage of it? Well, Steve, uh, thanks, uh, first of all. Um, I don't accept yet that uh, we're going to be in the majority. I think we have to go earn it, okay? Uh, step one for this current House Republican conference is to go out and earn it by demonstrating we will fight for the American people. Uh, that starts right now in September when the funding for the government expires on September 30th. Uh, that's the focus of the op-ed that I put up on the blaze today, which is that as step one, again, we're still in the House of Representatives, uh, unlike certain candidates like Kerry you talked about or uh, Governor DeSantis, who are running their states and they can go out and lead with their agenda uh, and drive a message and a vision for the country. We can do that, but we right now have a job and our job is to hold the line for the American people. 
Don't just capitulate and give up. So on September 30th, under no circumstances, should we give the pen to Democrats to spend another dollar of our money, to borrow another dollar to fund the authoritarian state, to fund the IRS agents, they're gonna go after you, to fund the FBI, they're going after parents or active down in Mar-a-Lago, to go after uh, you know, uh, the, the average hardworking American citizen rather than the corporate crony estate that's rolling over us. That's our job right now in September. So we're going to lean into that fight. The Freedom Caucus is going to lean into that fight. Uh, I'm guessing that the Senate will capitulate because that's what happens when Susan Collins and the merry band of, you know, purple staters, uh, you know, frankly, half the red staters uh, will go cave and say, well, we've got to fund the government. Don't you understand? Look, we need to stand up right now and say that we have an agenda. We believe we should fund the government that will stand up for the people. And if they want to shut it down on their watch while they control the White House, while they control the Senate, while they control the House, then that's on them. But we should stand up for the people. But again, Steve, that's just step one. Step two, which is to actually answer your question, is that when we get the majority, if the people are you know, uh, gracious enough to bless us with that majority, then we need to come out and say very clearly that we're going to stand up for them, that we're going to stand up for America, that we're not going to just write a blank check to fund a government that will continue COVID tyranny. We should fight that. No more schools getting shut down. No more military getting fired. No more vaccine mandates. And I mean none. We should stand up for energy freedom. No more constraints on our ability to have the energy of our choice. Don't pursue Germany. Don't capitulate to China have open oil and gas and nuclear power. We should stand up for a secure border that stops fentanyl and stops cartels. And I mean secure it, change the policies. These are the things that we need to stand up and put before the American people that we will do if they give us the ability to control this. Uh, we can be clear about it, we can lay that out, and I'm going to be doing that in the next several weeks. Chip, you and I are both Gen Xers, so we kind of came of age politically during this era of the contract with America. And and I would argue, with, with the exception of some of the things Trump tried to do, that was really the last time I can remember the Republican Party after winning an election attempting to... Uh, and go after an actual counter agenda, go on offense with it in an attempt to uh, impose something counter to uh, what was currently being done and and governing on something other than, hey, we're not the guys you hate even more. And And one of the urban legends, and maybe it's not, maybe it's not mythology, maybe it's true. One of the moments that has really changed GOP politics ever since is there's an urban legend that Bob Dole and Newt Gingrich were on Air Force One with Bill Clinton during the 1995 budget fight. And that Bill Clinton said to Bob Dole and Newt Gingrich, listen, I, you guys have me outnumbered. I'll give you whatever you want. But if you if you ask me for absolutely everything, I'm going to face a primary from my left from a Jesse Jackson or somebody else. Primary presidents never win. You'll put me in a no-lose scenario where I have to, or no-win scenario where I have to fight you. So I'll give you 80% of what you want, 90% of what you want. But if you ask for 100%, then I'm going to have to refuse you and we'll have a shutdown. They asked for 100%. There was a shutdown. Bill Clinton ended up getting reelected after that, right? That's that's the that's the that's what you're that's the tale you are told there in Washington DC. Do I have that chain of events correct? Okay. And since and since a lot of the same people are still running the Republican Party now or that were in it back in 1995, that has been the conventional wisdom of your party ever since when it comes to these budget fights. Are you prepared to push back against that? 
Yes, yeah, of course, uh, that's what uh, Republicans have been doing for the last 25 years is cowering in the corner anytime somebody uh, says something about shutdown. But let's be very clear. Uh, I'm not advocating for a shutdown. You're not advocating for a shutdown. We're advocating that you stand up and fight using the power of the purse that the founding fathers specifically gave us. Now, this is important for a minute for all your listeners and everybody paying attention. The House of Representatives, the People's House, the part of the Congress closest to the people, it is specifically constitutionally empowered to originate spending bills, to be able to use the power of the purse to restrain executive authority. Then we should damned well do it and stop cowering in the corner about it. What they did in 95, what they did in the 94 contract was energize an American people. What they did in 95 by passing a lot of those bills and doing what they said they would do laid out a strong Republican majority in Congress. We switched the body of uh, a balance of power. Democrats had controlled the House for the previous, what, Steve, 50 years. You know, mm-hmm. they just basically run Congress. All right, hold it and right we- there. I want to I want to let you finish that point here when we yeah. come back here in just a few minutes. Congressman Shiproy, our guest here on the Glenn Beck program. He says, hey, it's time to do battle against this authoritarian government. Not another penny for federal tyranny. We'll continue chatting with him here in just a few moments. The Glenn Beck program. All right, back here on the Glenn Beck program. We are the crew from the Steve Day Show filling in today for Glenn. We are right after Glenn, in fact. Noon to two Eastern every day. Every broadcast day right here on Blaze TV. That's myself, Steve Dace, with Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre. And if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, great week. If you're not yet a subscriber to Blaze TV to make sure you don't miss our show and any of the other exclusive content that Glenn and so many others do for Blaze TV, uh, you get 20% off today with the promo code. In fact, it's good all of this week. Dace 20 is the promo code for 20% off a Blaze TV subscription. Dace 20, D-E-A-C-E. Dace 20, when you go to blazetv.com, use that promo code to sign up for the big discount. That's Dace 20 at blazetv.com. Name of the piece that's up on the Blaze right now, not one additional penny for federal tyranny. Congressman Chip Roy is the author, also one of my best buddies. He joins us now here again on the Glenn Beck program. Finish the point you were making there before I had the hard break. Uh, Chip, go ahead. Yeah, no problem, Steve. I mean, look, Democrats have been completely in control of Congress for the better part of the 20th century, certainly the last 50 or 60 years, until the contract with America. We shook things up. And since then, Republicans have had a heavy dose of control. The only times where we've weakened is when Republicans have played Democrat light. We should stop that. We should take an agenda straight to the American people and do so proudly. After the 95 so-called shutdown, which you just walked through the history that Clinton basically did, Uh, Republicans did fine in 96. It was Bob Dole's weak establishment agenda that cost him the election and had a soft showing in 96. In 2014, after my friend and your friend, Ted Cruz, and I was there as his chief of staff, we pushed hard to try to stop Obamacare. The American people were with us. Make D.C. listen, they said. Mm -hmm. They were rallying. They were rallying behind that. And Republicans actually did very well in 2014, not because of the establishment said they said, oh, we shut that Ted Cruz down. No, we demonstrated that we would stand up and fight for the people. That's what they want to see right now. And here's the question for you and and your great team there. Are you free? Are we free right now? Are you free if your borders are wide open and fentanyl pouring into your communities? Are you free if our military are getting fired because they won't take an experimental jab in their arm? 
right? Are we free if our military is now a woke social engineering experiment? Are we free if insurance companies are running our health care and you actually can't go to the doctor of your choice and you have public health bureaucrats telling us when our schools are going to get shut down? Are you free if you can't send your kids to the school of your choice and empower parents instead of being indoctrinated with some woke agenda? I could keep going. Mm -hmm. No, we are not free, right? These are the same as the long train of abuses that the founders laid out in the Declaration almost 250 years ago. Republicans have a duty to stand up and stop writing blank checks, borrowing money, printing money to fund the very bureaucrats that are undermining our God-given liberties. That's the agenda the American people want to see. They want us to stand up for them and to do so not wild-eyed, but just being very thoughtful and truthful. No more federal blank checks. No more dollars going to these authoritarians and the IRS or the FBI or the CDC and NIH and all of the federal bureaucrats. No more blank checks for open borders. No more blank checks for you to tell me what doctor I have to go to. No more blank checks for a military that's not actually being trained to shoot people and blow things up, but is a woke engineering experiment. If we go out there and take that to the people, man, they will rally behind us, I promise you. Chip, how many more sheets off the uh, photocopy machine over there at the Treasury that gets passed on to us as inflation are we going to have to pay for for those green shirts over in Ukraine? He's ringing the bell at the New York Stock Exchange this morning after he gives an and then he's going to give us an address, of course. Uh, how many more, you know, uh, Ben Stiller public appearances do I have to pay for? How many more Lindsey Graham walks down uh, Main Street, Ukraine? Uh, how many more parties in other parts of Ukraine uh, do I have to pay for? How many more green shirts? How many more Sean Penn visits? Um, I mean, how, how much longer does this charade go on? Well, this is one of the things that is being done purposely by not just the Democrats, but the Republican defense establishment, uh, who are going to be all too happy to say, sure, yeah, we're going to have to fund the government on September 30th, because gosh, Chip, don't you understand? Ukraine is going on. Like, I know Ukraine is going on, and I pray for their people. And I don't even mind providing some baseline of support to help people stand up and protect some of our interests. We do have interests in Eastern Europe, but a $56 billion blank check was an absolute offense to the American people. And now they're back for more. They're now saying they need another, I don't even know the number yet, right? It keeps moving, 10 or $12 billion. Uh, because we've got to replenish our own supplies, but keep providing them support, including support to their government, Steve. And this is the problem. We are actually having money that is, we know, going to their oligarchs, and we know that it's going off into waste and fraud. There's already been stories about that. But it's also going to the Chinese Communist Party. We're spending money going there that then goes to the Chinese Communists. And we know what the Chinese Communists are doing, how they're buying up land in Texas. And we're all sitting around building freaking wind farms and solar panels, empowering our freaking damned adversaries. So, yeah, I don't believe we should be writing blank checks to go to Ukraine so that he can pose on another friggin' magazine cover. We should stand up for the interests of the American people, which begins and ends with securing our own country, with actually establishing sovereignty, having a strong military and a strong economy where we don't print money so that uh, we can prop up uh, either Anthony Fauci or Zelensky on a magazine cover. State of California announced last week that it will no longer permit new car sales of gas-powered vehicles in 2035. Literally 72 hours later, that same state of California governor, government put out a directive 
saying, hey, you've got to power down, including your electrical vehicles, because we don't have enough electricity for the the, the season of uh, heat that usually comes end of August, late September out there on the West Coast. They th See, we're going to mock this on the right. Oh, liberal, ineffectiveness, moron. They know exactly what they're doing. They're not stupid. This is all about control. They know this. They know they know that the average American cannot afford a $60,000 EV. And they also know that we're going to go right into the ground to dig out all the cobalt and lithium and everything else we need for these batteries the same way we've got to dig out the, uh, the oil out of the ground. They know all of this because it's not about environmentalism. It's all about control. How many people in your caucus realize this? Well, not enough, Steve. I mean, I think a few, and, and let me actually just slight bit of positivity here is that I do believe more in the conference are recognizing this assault on our way of life. I had a big Republican conference meeting I drove in March, and, and we had Tom Homan, you know, you know Tom and Mark Morgan and the guys on the border come in. I actually had a member of the Texas delegation, a senior member, come up to me and go, well, Chip, I didn't know it was so bad. I mean, literally, you can't make this stuff up. I'm like, we're in Texas. And now you're talking about energy and what the issue you just mentioned. Uh, here in Texas, ERCOT, I sat down and met with the head of ERCOT, you know, runs our grid. And they're still going to be putting 80% wind and solar into our grid this next year, meaning all the additional capacity, 80% of it will be wind and solar, even after the train wreck last February in Texas. This is all because of what? Money. Money, Steve. They want their free, quote unquote, free money coming from uh, Washington. And guess what? We're doing nothing on the whole CO2 issue. We were driving CO2 levels down to the extent that that drives your agenda. We were driving those down with clean, liquefied natural gas. But we're not making any uh, nuclear energy plants now. We're not actually producing more gas plants, really, the number we should. And here's a number for you. 1,100 coal-fired plants in China. We have about 250. Hmm. They're adding one a week. We're adding none. We are a stupid people, Steve, and it's time for people to step up and stand up for our communities. We should stand up proudly for fossil fuels and nuclear power. We should actually push an agenda that says you want power to have a flourishing lifestyle. You want to be able to manage the climate and, and, and be able to have power in, in air conditioning and the heat. If you plug in two Teslas at your house, your electricity bill is basically going to double. You're going to have basically adding another air conditioning unit to your house or a heating unit if you live up north. And no one talks about that. They don't talk about all the side effects of windmills and solar panels and empowering China. And Republicans get up and go, oh, don't worry, we'll do carbon capture. And we'll, we'll do it too. We love the environment too, guys, believe us. Of course we do, we live in it, but we actually wanna have power and we can have it. So let's go get it. Final thing I wanna ask you about, Chip. Uh, over the weekend, uh, this, nihilistic, senile disgrace of a president uh, claimed over the weekend that he's been fighting Big Pharma his entire career and, and this year he beat them. On September 9th last year, the president issued an executive order which he had said numerous times in public he had no power to issue. He issued an executive order saying, I mean, this is like left behind book stuff. You can't work in America unless you take one of these COVID jabs. And this came a full month, Chip, after the director of CDC, Rochelle Walensky, admitted on national television on August 6th of 2021 that the jabs no longer stopped the spread of the virus and that those who were jabbed could still spread it to others. 
So on August 6th, the CDC director admits it's not a vaccine in the traditional inoculation terminology that we become accustomed to. A full month later, the president violating every syllable, morsel, consonant, and vowel of the social compact, the Constitution, the Nuremberg Code, said, I'm going to make it that you can't work in America unless you take it anyway. Since then, everything we've learned from escalating risk profiles of what happens with children, pregnant women, etc., a lot of the stuff we didn't know, we suspected last September that we do actually know now. We were talking with Daniel Horowitz about that an hour ago, and now he's out there claiming, I'm the one that beat Big Pharma he tried to turn us in to test tubes for big pharma that we can't sue, that we can't criminally charge, that we can't hold accountable on any level whatsoever. Chip, if that is not impeachable, tell me then what is. Well, it's a great question, and it's the right question to ask in terms of what's been happening with the power of the government being uh, levied against the American people, beginning with COVID, but I would argue in many other ways as well. I mean, there's a reason they want these 85,000 new IRS agents, right? It's purposeful. It's not revenue. Uh, it's, it's to be able to go after and target the American people, specific American people. Uh, but, but let me just say one thing. Uh, there's merit to pursuing impeachment of Mayorkas. There's uh, merit to pursuing impeachment of President Biden for uh, what he's been doing in violation of the principles of the Constitution, the text of the Constitution, separation of powers, uh, targeting Americans, going after American citizens and uh, for daring to challenge school boards. And we'll go down the list in, in Garland. Uh, but remember this. The reason I focus so much on spending and defunding the authoritarian state is because it's the one absolute thing we can do. And we only need the majority in the House and 60 in the Senate. In an impeachment scenario, we need a majority in the House and 67 in the Senate. So my basic point is, is put your training wheels on right now. Demonstrate to the American people you'll fight for them by stopping to giving the checks to FBI, the checks to the DHS, the checks to the Department of Justice, the checks to the president. The checks by that, I mean the dollars, the blank checks, the printed money to go after us. And, and so that, I think, is the threshold question. And then we can talk about whether and how the president or Mayorkas or Garland or Fauci or any other public officials who were potentially still in power uh, have violated the Constitution and committed impeachable offenses. But it is very clear that this government has been undermining the well-being of the American people, targeting the American people, violating laws in the process. This whole student loan fiasco, total train wreck, ignoring the law, the text of the law. The border, Mayorkas is literally blatantly disregarding law to have operational control of the border. The attorney general going after parents and targeting them uh, with these edu official tags. I've got all one minute. Go ahead and finish. Go ahead. I got one minute. Go. Yeah. All these public health officials. And then Biden is right on the top of this. And it is Biden who knows exactly what he's doing in his administration. Great stuff, brother. Check out his piece uh, over at The Blaze. Not one additional penny for federal tyranny. It's available right now. Congressman Chip Roy from Texas. You can read it over at The Blaze. Good to see you, my friend. Appreciate the time you as too, always. Steve. All right, take yeah, care. Yeah, God bless you, your whole team. Thanks, everybody. Same to you guys, Nate, and the whole team over there as well. Thank you. All right, we'll come back and uh, we'll wrap up hour two here on the Glenn Beck Program in a moment. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, wrapping up hour two here on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, let's get some uh, reaction to the conversation that I just had with uh, my good friend, Congressman Chip Roy.
from Texas. Aaron, I'll start with you. What did you think? I think it's important to remember at, at moments like this, and I'm speaking broadly in, in this, this American moment, um, voting Republican is purely at best, and I mean at best, and it's a stretch at best, a self-defense measure. Voting GOP in, in, in any seat in Washington is at best a self-defense measure. These people don't just disagree with you. The apparatus of the Republican Party doesn't just disdain you. They actually, they actually kind of hate you. They actually kind of, they don't just disagree with you. They disagree with you. They, they, they hate you. So I think it's important to remember when we talk about voting GOP, we have to make our communities, if you live in a red state, make it as red as California is blue. Because right now, the balkanization, the balkanization of the United States is actually what's going to save us in the near term. We can't save the entire country at once. You have to make your red states as red as possible. And just in closing, I remember, just to give, kind of illustrate to you, out of the, what, 535-some uh, members of Congress, I think we did this exercise one time. There's maybe 20 of them that we don't feel like we have to babysit on a day-to-day -day basis. That's how far gone the GOP is in Washington. I'm guessing you're just going to say what he said. My favorite thing that Chip said is we are a stupid people. Yeah. Amen. Hour three of the Glenn Beck program is next. Stay tuned.